Hello out there in podcast land and welcome back to Spoilers, your bad movie review show on the Rat Pack Podcast Network where your hosts have lots of opinions but zero credentials. Each week we watch a movie, usually a bad one, we crack a couple jokes, we give you our insight of the film, and we play a couple games at the end. I'm your host, Hollywood, and I'm joined by my two co-hosts, Adam and Maestro. I remember that guy. Hey, I remember those guys. This week we're watching 1995's Virtuosity. Why did we pick this one again? I forget. Denzel. Oh, you wanted Denzel. It was, all, it was just only because of Denzel. You wanted a Denzel movie. Yeah. He hasn't made our spoilers list, I don't think, yet. But it's hard to get him on because he doesn't do a lot of bad ones. Right. And that's... even in this, I was like, wow, that's still Denzel. Yeah. Th- yeah, Denzel is still doing good as Denzel. Uh-huh. But as far as the movie goes, yeah. this makes the cut. Yes. Uh, Although Deja Vu. Did you watch Deja Vu? Yes. Okay. That yeah. one That one could have been on here. Yes. <laughs> Easily. Yeah. <laughs> You can see into the future for, what, 10 minutes or something like that, right? I think the day repeats itself. Oh, yeah. Like Groundhog's yeah, Day? Right. Yeah, it's the whole day. I, think I always get that day, confused though. with knowing. The Nick Cage, oh, yeah. where you can see into the future. With Jessica Biel, man. Yeah. I always or get next. those two. That was next. Next. Oh, shit. Next and knowing and deja vu. Wait, knowing was, was about breaking an algorithm, that something that was going to happen later. Uh, next was yes. when he saw in the future. Yes. Yeah. What was with Hollywood at this... They all came out around the same time. Yeah. What was going on? No. We, Were things so shitty? Oh, we've got to look ahead. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's a decent concept. Yeah. I like the concept of being able to see a little bit into the future to change your life. That, that was a superhero power of uh, somebody, wasn't it? That also came up when we did Paycheck, the Ben Affleck movie, when they created yeah. the machine that could look into the future. Right. Yeah. That was Paycheck? Mm-hmm. And then uh, if you want to go crazy about it, maybe Wanted fits into that. <laughs> yes. you're, you're kind of told a little bit. By cloth. By, by, by loom. <laughs> That's coming up soon. Uh-huh. <laughs> this movie, Virtuosity, was directed by Brett Leonard. He also directed Lawnmower Man. Did you ever see that? No. With uh, Pierce. Is that a horror movie? Uh, it's based on a short story by Stephen King. All right. Yeah, right up there with Deathbed. I'd have to show you <laughs> footage from the movie. But a- after you've seen Virtuosity and I show you footage from Lawnmower Man, you're going to be like, oh, this is the same guy. Same guy. Okay. For the, you listeners at home, that makes sense. Okay. At, when we're done recording, I'll show Adam All right. the VR scenes in Lawnmower Man, and he'll know what I'm talking about. Ooh. This movie stars Denzel Washington, Russell Crowe, Kelly Lynch, William Forsythe, Steven Spinella, uh, Louise Fletcher's in there. Uh, William Fickner, William Fickner's in there. Yeah, a bunch which, of people are in there. Which automatically assume that's going to be the bad guy. Uh huh. Because has he ever played a good guy? This this uh, this Fickner. Uh, he's always a skeevy kind of person. Or he's like an anti-hero, or he's like a. I've never even seen him as an anti-hero. Dude, he's in Armageddon. He's the he's the astronaut who's going to fire the nuke. Yeah, but he's a dick. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but he's he he's but he's. He's the one who said, you swear on my family that you can hit that mark. Yeah. He okay. believes in your boy enough to I guess. let him go. All right. All right. Maybe that <laughs> okay. Uh, let me do a brief synopsis. When a virtual reality simulation created using the personalities of multiple serial killers manages to escape into the real world, an ex-cop is tasked with stap- stopping its reign of terror. I went into this movie completely blind. Me too. I had no clue what was going on in this movie. This when is I, the last thing I expected. When they showed the program and it showed, like, Hitler, John Wayne Gacy, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I, I was caught so off guard. <laughs> I, I thought it was going to be a movie about just, like, morals, like, being virtuous. 
Like that, that kind of, not, not virtual reality. That, that was nowhere near. 95? <laughs> no way were they going to be touching virtual reality. Yeah, here they did. So this, this I think, was ahead of its time, like by a lot. Yeah. Because I, I, I don't, I've never, virtual reality, the, the, the only movie I could think of that even touched on virtual reality. Besides Lawn of War Man? Yeah. Well, <laughs> was, was The Matrix. I think that was my first introduction into virtual reality in a movie. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of like that's amazing. This is this is groundbreaking, but I guess it's been done before. It just never well. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I ask this every week. Have you ever seen this movie before? No. It's a no from you and me. Yeah, Maestro. Yeah, have you seen this before? A long time ago. Now, Adam, you said that's that this surprising. was a Maestro ish yeah. movie. I was watching Why is it. that? I don't know. I was just watching. I thought Kent, uh, Maestro's going to get a real kick out of this. <laughs> I, I I feel like you would like it just because of, of the way it is. It's 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 kind of weird and, and goofy and uh, but also like so like farcical enough. I don't know. It just it screamed maestro to me. It's like you don't even know me. <laughs> I think I know you too well. Is the problem? You saw this before. You knew about this movie. That's already <laughs> that's already a point in my column there. <laughs> <laughs> so this there's a lot we want to talk about this movie. Yeah, there's a lot. I know your spoiler goggles were going crazy. Yeah, watching this movie. Like, like I mentioned at the end of the last episode, I just seeing Russell Crowe as he was in this movie was shocking. Yes, because you're used to seeing him as like a badass or like the hero or you know like yeah a, like a very serious role, dramatic, it's very role. serious. I've never seen him in a comedy. Uh, the uh, what is it? The other guys, the nice guys. That's the, the closest I've seen him yes, to a comedy nice ever. Uh, but this role was about? to me comedic. Yes. You, even like the man with the iron fist? That I, wasn't... I, I, I turned that off after the first 10 minutes. It was comedic as all hell. So uh, on Wikipedia, this says Howard W. Koch Jr. served as executive producer for the film. So I'm like, who the hell is Howard W. Koch? He was the road manager for the Supremes and the Dave Clark Five. What? What is he doing here then? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> he also produced... <laughs> Uh, Frequency, Primal Fear, Wayne's World, Wayne's World 2, Collateral Damage. Frequency. Is that the one where the guy goes, he's talking to his dad? Da- his dead dad? Yeah. Okay. And then he produced this. <laughs> wow. All righty. So he was a road manager, and then he became a movie producer. <laughs> he took up all his hard-earned money uh, on the road there and sunk it into virtuosity. <laughs> Well done. <laughs> I had a feeling going in this was going to be about uh, virtual reality because I you? do remember back, back when I was a kid, I might have seen a trailer or something where they showed VR, and I'm like, is that like Lawnmower Man? This what is what's happening? But I never was interested in watching it. So I had a <laughs> I had a feeling going in it was going to be virtual reality. I cannot wait till you show me Lawnmower Man because okay, the, the title Lawnmower Man and virtual reality they're so <laughs> far apart in my mind. I cannot imagine how they are at, at all related. It's because. Uh, Pierce Brosnan is a scientist and he's working on VR technology and he wants to test it on on a simpleton. So the guy who mows his lawn is like oh. mentally retarded. Oh my. Yeah. Did he go full retard though? No one goes full retard. Sort of. Oh boy. But then he gets like the powers of like a god in the virtual reality world. Oh my. It's based on a Stephen King short story like I said. All right. Anyway, so this movie opens up uh, in out our neck of the woods, L.A. Yeah. Specifically downtown L.A. Mm-hmm. I think they're getting off on Pershing Square. Uh, the Bonaventure made an appearance. Huh? The Bonaventure made an appearance in the, in the movie. I remember seeing the Bonaventure and be like, "Hey, look at that!" 
The, the Bonaventure Hotel? Oh, oh, yeah. Whole, <laughs> I was like, wait, what? Because on like, Wikipedia. <laughs> Bonaventure, yeah. You okay. know that, that building they made just so um, Arnold Schwarzenegger could ride his horse through it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's right. <laughs> so they're getting off the red line subway. Uh-huh. My mom's old job. She used to drive the red line. Now she drives the gold line out here. Anyway, so uh, Denzel and this other white guy, they're dressed like um, – what would you say they're dressed like? Like futuristic train conductors? Uh, they're wearing like the like a purple bluish yeah. leather outfit with like a hat. There is a lot of weird hues in this movie, isn't there? Yeah. The, uh, again, still not knowing this is virtual reality. I thought I was I was thinking I was like a equilibrium type of thing that's happening. Like it's, it takes place in the future or something. Yeah, where everybody's the same. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And we're trying to find one guy that's going against the grain. So I'm like, all right, this. I'll buy into this. Okay. As we're going through it, we start seeing a couple glitches. Like, wait a second, what's going on here? Uh, then they, they the the big clue is a smiley face on a building, the, an emoticon. Uh, no, yeah, smiley face. Uh, yes. So it's the colon with the closed parentheses. Yeah. So that kind of yeah. threw me off a little bit. Just a little confused why they would use that. Mm-hmm. Uh, now knowing it's virtual reality, it makes it makes more sense. Mm-hmm. And they're hunting <laughs> Russell Crowe. Who is Sid 6.7. Now, this virtual reality world that we find out is this is a training, a, be- a beta testing program yep. that the law enforcement in the future will be using to hunt down criminals and for, I guess, for tactics, strategy. No, I think I thought this was only for training, to train the yes, police officers. I know, but the concept is it gives you a better idea as far as like tactics go and training and all this stuff, right? Yeah. Yes. But it's being beta tested, so we don't want to test our boys in blue. So we'll throw a bunch of fucking prisoners in there because that's what we find out, that yeah. Denzel and this other guy are prisoners. Right. Again, uh, well, not again, but smart. Yeah. This, this you're not going to test your fucking – your main guys on this. Absolutely. So Sid 6.7 is played by Russell Crowe. Yeah. And in this world, he's like the fucking – Agent the, Smith. He's like the mask <laughs> – Jim Carrey mask, yes, like goofy and zany, and like, oh boy, yeah, oh my god, it's so weird, it's so weird, it's so weird seeing him in this role, yeah, like he's he's got like personality, mm-hmm. and it's confusing, yes, because he doesn't have personality in his other roles, mm-hmm. and in this world, he, um, we we find out that he has multiple serial killers and dictators and famous killers installed into his program, yeah. Now, I get you want to train some cops, but to throw yeah. in fucking they, there's a scene where they show like he he has John Wayne Gacy in him, Jeffrey Dahmer, yeah, Hitler. <laughs> what this? What the fuck? You give him this is like overkill. Yeah, it's like, dude. At this point, why don't you just assign like Lex Luthor, Doctor Doom, like those personalities? Right. Like you're you're already fucking going the in, Hitler route in beta testing. You don't start <laughs> off the candidates at level 110. <laughs> You want to start off as a regular regular guy. Yeah, regular robbing a liquor store. Right. Just just a thug. Fine. Then you move up in yeah. class, weight class. Yep. Then maybe you get to a Hitler. Right. Eventually you get to a Capone. That might be the boss. Yeah, that might yeah. be the, the game boss. Maybe you get to American Gangster uh, along the way. <laughs> That's but, Frank Lucas. Uh, yeah. yeah. You, you, don't, you don't get all the way <laughs> to Antichrist. Yes. <laughs> right off the bat. <laughs> During training, mm-hmm. and from from all intents and purposes, this is this is the first go around of of, the, of this. No, I they they've been in it before because Denzel has figured out like patterns. Right, you know these are the first test test subjects. Is what I'm saying. Yes, yes, yeah. Yes. So it hasn't been tested before yet. 
So unless these guys have gone through it. No, they have. Denzel has gone through it. Yeah. No, but like Denzel and the guy that he's with him. This is the fir- these are the first test subjects, right? No. Or, no. Denzel's been in it multiple times. Right. But the other guy hasn't? He's the only guy who knows Sid well, which later in the movie, that's why they want him to chase after oh, okay. the real world version. Okay. How did he get out of the real world? Oh, God. You'll see. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> so they're chasing this program in this, like, Japanese restaurant. It's like a sushi restaurant, but it's also like a... It's, it's traditional Japanese, yeah. where, where you sit on the floor. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they ha- the, the walls are paper, rice paper. Paper thin, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and and he's chowing down. <laughs> he uses his tongue like a like a frog. Yeah. Like wipe something off his. Yeah. What, his the, what the hell? I was like, oh man, this that was not this necessary. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I guess it does set it up uh-huh. or sets up his character. Yes. To be ridiculous, which he is. This is ninety five. I think Batman Forever came out this summer. Do you think he kind of heard, like, hey, I heard Jim Carrey's playing the Riddler really goofy? Do you think <laughs> Russell Crowe heard, like, oh, yeah, oh yeah, mate? Because he's Australian. Oh, right. yeah, mate? We'll see about that. We'll see who has the best uh, yeah. goofy bad guy role. Oh, my. Well, he's not Jim Carrey. No. Uh, and and it's, it's no shock that he doesn't do more roles like this. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Later in his career. Uh Wow. Yeah, so they, there's, there's a standoff in the sushi restaurant uh, where he takes uh, – well, he kills one guy, uh, throws him in the ice bucket, mm-hmm. and then uses a hostage chef to try to stop Denzel. And Denzel, He's using a shield. As, yeah, it's a body shield. And Denzel just shoots the guy, and then uh, the program starts terminating. Uh, so this is where we find out they're in VR – like they're in a VR-like world, right? Yeah. Well, I, I was glad to learn that later. Yeah, okay. Because – the, when Denzel first gets shot, I just thought, please tell me these are not the CGI graphics of the entire movie. Because as he gets shot, you see the blood kind of squirt out, but it's not like real blood. It looks like CGI blood. Like gelatin. Like a video game. Yeah, like shitty, yeah. shitty CGI blood. Uh-huh. I was like, no, please don't make a movie of this. This is this is horrible graphics. I'm not going to be able to appreciate this. And then it gets revealed later that it is virtual reality. Which is good. Mm-hmm. I feel better about the ridiculous graphics that are happening. Yeah. So the white guy... He goes into shock in the real world. This is where you find out this is that they're in a program. Right. So in this beta testing program, you're going to love this, Adam. In this beta testing program, which we're going to give to our boys in blue to hunt whoever. Yep. Why would you give them the experience of pain in the real world? Yes. Because this guy is killed and he goes into like an epileptic shock. Where he's like, ugh, ugh, we're losing him. And then Denzel later in the movie when he's falling off the roof. He's also going into, like, shock, too. Yep. Why would you design it? I understand you want to give him, like, a real-world experience, but you don't give him fucking pain yeah. in well, training. The, the the problem in this scenario was the I – th- I think they called it the brain sensitivity setting mm-hmm. was set too high, uh, which we find out later can go up to 500-plus percent. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Maximum should be, like – 20%. Uh-huh. Maybe 50 if you want to be cruel. But to go above 100% of sensitivity, that means you're feeling everything five times as much as you would if you were actually alive. Don't touch me. Don't even look at it. Right. <laughs> yeah, that is that is insane. Yes. You do have to have some of that. Otherwise, no stakes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but to be able to go above 20%, uh-huh. that's just suicide. Yeah. You're, 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 making, you're making a killing machine. And, by the way... To let your programs control the sensitivity setting, mm-hmm. which we find out 
in, in like maybe in the next 20 minutes, it was Sid that increased the sensitivity rating. Yeah. This is what I don't get. So in this world, he's pretty much like God, right? Yes. So he can like incept the world, right? Like he can make streets lift off the ground and do all this stuff, yeah. right? So why doesn't he do that every single time Denzel goes in there? Why does he fall? Because later in the movie, when he goes back in the virtual reality world, he's like, oh, yeah, this is my world. And he starts, yeah. like, fucking incepting everything. Uh, why why he, did he just learn that he could do that? Well, be, uh, they kind of touched on it a little bit where uh, they, they talk about the, the programming restrictions that are given to him, which I guess are then later taken away for that last scene. Uh-huh. But that there are restrictions to the programming in the virtual reality world. And that's one of the things that makes him so dangerous in the real, real world because he doesn't have those restrictions anymore. So he can do whatever he wants. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so, so if you're listening at home and you haven't seen this movie, you're probably thinking, wait, the real world? How can a oh, program yeah. enter our world? Yeah. Oh, you'll see. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you'll hear and see. Yeah. Oh, we're almost there. So, so basically – and, and th- <laughs> this, this is a flaw that is in basically every AI-type movie where there's a program that gets out of control. Uh, there is one programmer <laughs> – <laughs> in charge of everything. Isn't that like how it is in every like 80s and 90s movie? How, yeah. Every, yeah yes. every movie. Yes. In the movies, yes. Real world, no. It's like a whole like group. Yes. It's a need, room full of programmers. You need teams of people working on separate parts of coding. Not one person is in charge of everything. Because <laughs> if one person is in charge of everything, if it goes wrong. He wants. Yeah. But also if there's, if there's a problem, nobody else can fix it. Uh-huh. Which is that's, – that's bad business. Mm-hmm. That's how businesses fall. Well, the, that guy decides, you know what? I don't want to do this anymore. you got to double my salary. No. All right. Well, your program disappears. Fuck. <laughs> well, not to mention, I mean like the amount of coding that one person has to do, it's ridiculous. Yeah, yes, exactly. God damn it. Coding is crazy complicated. So the guy who created Sid is this like Weasley guy who gets him in the real world, right? Yeah. Like, oh, I'll show them. Right. I'll show them. He's all kinds of crazy. So pretty much they get him out and uh, the white guy dies and they send Denzel back to prison and fucking Nurse Ratchet from <laughs> One Floor of the Cuckoo's Nest. That's Louise Fletcher, the old lady. Oh, is that right? She's Nurse Ratchet in One Floor of the Cuckoo's Nest. Okay. I guess she's like the police commissioner. Like what is she? Like I don't know. What, what What's happening on this base? Is this like a police fucking research and development? Like are they, like do they have like RoboCops in one division? And right. Like, yeah. <laughs> This is the, the VR, are they, are, are they department. making like dinosaurs in the next division? Like, <laughs> like what's happening here? It's a separate programming, but yeah. 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 Uh, the fucking what's his name? Fifth Element, the gun, the bad guy. Z- uh, Zor- Zorg. 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 Shit. They, Whoa, Emperor, Emperor Zorg. Yeah, they're yeah. building like weapons Commander. like that. I feel like they're building shit yeah. like that in this like warehouse or wherever the fuck they are. Yeah. Yeah. They, uh, apparently, they have the technology to do all kinds of stuff. Yeah. So. I'll get to that. Oh, my so, God. Technology in this movie. So Nurse Ratchet. In 95. Yes. Well, no. It takes place in 2017 or 20. It oh. takes place down the road. Okay. Yeah. So Nurse Ratchet tells William Fickner, the guy you're like, is this guy ever a, a good guy? Yeah. Instant slime ball. Yeah. He tells him, uh, we can't have a program doing this. I want you to shut it down. So then they tell this Weasley guy, hey, you got to shut Sid down. Yeah. But Sid's like, oh, no. So this uh, program uh, is so uh, advanced. Uh, uh. This program is so uh-huh. bad. <laughs> you can talk to it from just looking at the monitor. You don't have to type anything. You just go, hey, Sid. And he goes, yeah? Yeah. That's how advanced this technology is. And apparently has cameras so it can also see oh, you. Oh, yeah. It has cameras at every angle. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah, so good. Oh, my God. Uh, so the, the, way this, the way this whole thing happens is uh, uh, some, some pervert guy who could have been uh, <laughs> petty from, the, from Doom. So the <laughs> – 
<laughs> from last week's yeah, episode. From last week's episode. Uh, so the guy who plays him, I recognize him. He, yes. He was in um, – did you watch There Will Be Blood? Yes. He's Daniel He's Daniel Playview's brother, quote-unquote. Oh, the one that wants to get the money but then doesn't? The one who pretends to be I, his brother and then Daniel kills him in the forest. Oh, wait. I'm thinking of something else. I'm thinking of Country of Old Men. Yeah. Uh, he was also – he's been in a I've, lot of – I've seen him in things. Yeah. He's been in a lot of PTA movies. This this perverty scientist. Uh, what's his name? Whatever. Uh, yeah. it's it, he, You've seen him in stuff. Yeah. He, he's, he plays kind of creepy guy as well. Yeah. Go down. All right, we're, this is horrible for audio. <laughs> Kevin J. O'Connor. That's his name. Click on that. All right. He was in... Yeah, you've seen him in stuff. Oh, so boy. he's in There Will Be Blood. Oh, the mummy. He's Igor in Van Helsing. Dr. Mindbender in G.I. Joe. The Rise of Cobra. Is that the... That's the first one, right? That's not the Bruce Willis one. No, it's not the... No. Yeah. He's been a lot. Yeah. This guy. So this creepy, like, guy. He's in love with this program that I guess the other Weasley guy created. Yeah, it was the girl in the red dress, basically, from The Matrix. Y- yes. And uh, so he's just watching her uh, just fantasizing. Be sexy. And she's like, come in the program with me, Clyde. Are you going to come in and join me? Yeah. So the, so the guy who created Sid is like, hey, man. Oh, wait, wait. <laughs> it, just, like the, it, it just now made sense to me why you want to have a 500% setting. The red dress. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if, you're, if you're entering the simulation uh, uh, in the sexual aspect. Yes. <laughs> Five hundred percent would be amazing. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so uh, the creepy guy who creates Sid is like, "Hey, man, like you know how you like that chick I created? Yeah, well, I team up with your nanotechnology, man. Yeah, and we can make it, her real. It, it seems like they've talked about it before in the past, and he does not like the idea of making one of these people human or bringing them into the one real of these world. Bots, yeah, these bots. Mm-hmm. And, so he presents it like, well, we should do that. He's like, no, no, we're not going to do that. Well, what if we use her? You know what? I think it's about time. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, uh, yeah, let's make <laughs> that happen. Sure. Mm-hmm. It's totally fine. Yeah. <laughs> so then we're given uh, our exposition. This yeah. guy has a snake that he injected with his nano juice or whatever the fuck yeah. it is. But this, this to me, the way they presented it, I bought it. So it's like Jurassic Park. This, this with, to me was Jurassic Park. With, with the mosquito. Yes. It's, it's believable enough the way they presented it to you. Yeah. Where, where they, they cut the snake's tail off. And using the uh, the, the nano and this robots, thing is like, it's, it's like yeah. fucking dying in his hand. It's it's like a real snake. As soon as it cuts it, it looks like a fucking fake rubber snake. Right. Whatever. Because they switched it. Right. But then the uh, the <laughs> the nano uh, robots, the nanobot technology. Yeah. It starts feeds, branching out. It feeds off glass. Right. Did they explain why it's glass? They did. I don't remember. I don't remember either. Yeah, it was. I think it was a, a silicon based. A oh, nanobot. It breaks down. And it needs glass replicate. in order to replicate things. Okay. Yeah. Like, so he holds. Just like in Stargate. So he holds. Oh. I don't remember that. I honestly don't. Okay. Oh, it's a season seven. Oh, oh Jesus I only watched like. <laughs> I only watched a few episodes from the first season. Okay. Yeah, so it, it, he's it, holding it, it over like a petri dish, the, this this half snake. Right. And then you see the nano, the blue, it's blue. Right. The blue nanobots come out and they reform the body. Yeah. So he goes, this is how we're going to do it, man. Yeah, it's like this is a new upgrade. Which, by the way, as as the as the lead, mm-hmm. as the lead of the, uh, I guess the programming uh-huh. whatever, this should not be new information to you. Yeah, but they're describing it to him as if it's new information, which is one of those exposition for, uh, the, for us faux pas. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they could have explained it better, but they 
they, they had to explain it to us, mm-hmm. even though you explained it to the guy that practically created it. So in this future where you have this intense virtual reality simulation, I guess their form of a USB transfer is a little like – it looks like an ice cube. Yeah. That's their way to transfer data from one it's, place yeah. to another. It's a, it's a diamond-looking crystal type of thing. Uh-huh. Which is held in like a, like, a, like, a, like a rectangle box. Yeah. So the programmer – which, which pretty much that's just a sleeve. It has no use except yeah. for just transporting. Yeah. So the programmer guy pulls out Sid's thing out of the grid. Yeah. And he pulls out the girl, the, yeah. the sexy girl. And he says, fuck her, and he throws her cube, and he puts Sid's cube in hers to trick the guy. Right. So they all the, the, so, so in order to make a computer program, so in order to make your characters from Doom come to life, yeah. you just put them on a crystal, and you st- stick it in a blue goop, yeah. and then in a few hours, well, the, the blue it comes goop to is, life. Is the, nano, is the nanotechnology. Is the nanotechnology, right. So they, he's been doing testing yeah. on snakes. He also explains that if you want to kill the snake, you got to take that crystal out of the but, snake. But isn't software, the the SID, and hardware, the nano, don't they not blend? They, How does this work? Um, <laughs> How do hmm. I get Aaron Rodgers and Madden right. into a real-life Aaron Rodgers in the real world? If, if one's a software and one's a hardware, how do they blend? If, if the nanotechnology is sophisticated enough, uh, the, the, the software – has all the information the hardware needs to create. Oh, it. so it's feeding the one zero one one. Think about zero. it. Think about it like a three D printing. Same kind of thing. Okay. You, you, it, it, the it, software tells the printer what to print. Yes, exactly. Oh. And then the printer creates it based on the schematics that were provided by the software. The hardware then takes that blueprint and uses material in this case glass to create what the software is telling us to create. Hmm. So, like I said, I, I bought this. I, the, the way the way that they they described it, even though the or the um. Exposition was a little like, eh, doesn't make the way you're presenting it. I don't like, but mm-hmm. what you're presenting actually is feasible enough in this world that okay, I get it. <laughs> so, so they drop the the crystal into the into the nano nanobots. Uh, it then goes into an egg, I guess. It's like the alien egg. Like yeah. I have an ooze, <laughs> <laughs> and then it comes to life. And out comes Russell Crowe, and he's like, Rah! yeah. And the guy's like, hey man, you lied to me. Yeah. <laughs> and Russell Crowe kills him. Yep. I feel like this is a much better uh, intro for a bad guy than the Power Rangers. Don't oh, for sure. Yeah, this is much better. If yeah. I News came out like that, that would be amazing. Well, if we're, uh, if we're comparing it to Power Rangers, then yes. <laughs> Almost <laughs> any bad guy intro <laughs> yes, compared is better to Power than Rangers. the Power Rangers. Right. <laughs> so he comes out, and he's all naked and um, kind of like, ooh. Air, gravity. This is weird. <laughs> and he tells the programmer, he's like, "All right, you're gonna lay low." And so, so they is what's their end game here? Like, you're gonna lay low, and I'm just gonna fucking cause chaos. Like, I don't. What, what, I don't know. What's the plan here? This, this nerdy guy is just so up for his, revenge, his, general. His, I think. He was told, "Shut Sid down." Yeah. Oh, I'll show you. I'll bring him in the real world. And then what? I, is 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 it then to no? There's no, there's no, nothing makes sense here. Yeah, there's no end game. The, the, the only good end game would be that look, I proved to you that my software works and I can create actual things from nothing. But if you wanted to make that uh, financially stable for yourself, you wouldn't want that thing to then destroy the world. Yes, you'd want you'd want that hot chick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's how you prove yourself. Hey, you don't like my technology? Check this out. Okay, anything I say. It seems like <laughs> it seems like they've been testing. They've been kind of dancing around this concept. If you're this corporation, 
you kind of been skirting around this idea that, hey, is it possible for us to drop a cube and make a guy? You're, you're because yeah, they have experimented yeah, on I'm animals. Sure that, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, if, so they're heading that direction. So they're heading that direction. So, yeah. why would you need cops in the first place if you can just build Captain America from a program? Just design a program of like Captain Americas, drop them in the gloop, and then boom, you got a Captain America cop. That's brilliant. <laughs> that should have been the. Movie. I was ready for you to bring that up. Like, why, why don't they just make whatever they want? Yeah, you don't have to train anybody. Yeah, <laughs> you, just, you just compile all the people that were good detectives. So if you're building, every- oh my god! So yeah, exactly. So if you're, <laughs> so if you're building like Hitler and and the Antichrist and Damien and all these fucking yes. people, why don't you just make like General Patton? And <laughs> yeah, like all these fucking badasses. Oh my god! And make put him in the glue. That should have that should have been the way the movie went then. They found the should have went counter program. They should have went. We need to get our own yes! program. <laughs> And the Denzel comes out. Yes, that should have been this movie. Ah, oh, that's such a better movie. Yeah. Damn it. I really thought that was going to be a gripe. Like, why don't they just make whatever they want if they're already skirting towards that way? Anyway? I, I was too distracted by Russell Crowe's uh, okay. craziness to, to <laughs> delve too far into this. Maybe they were doing the same problem. <laughs> that's brilliant. Yes. Why the training then? Oh my god. I know Kung Fu. Well, I guess they have to make it... They have to figure out if first Sid can pass a Turing-type test to see if the, if, if uh, the program uh. is good enough. So if it's killing the cops, all right, so it's human enough or whatever. I don't know. Oh. Oh. <laughs> so it's just been destroyed. More so than had I already... After I watched it. Mm-hmm. So, so what... I'm confused. So Denzel, they send him back and they give him his clothes and he's supposed to go back into solitary confinement because he's a cop. Right. But then the door to general population opens and he's like, no, I'm supposed to be in solitary confinement. Yeah. And the fucking guard is like, sorry, copper. And he goes in and there's like a white supremacist with a knife. Yeah. He's like, who wants dark meat, boys? And the whole place is going nuts. Yeah. I'm like, wait, what? This is not very well run. Wait, I'm like, wait, wait, what's happening here? Like, was this just a training for them to pick him up saying, hey, Sid escaped, and you're the only guy. You killed that white guy. You also killed him in the program. Like, I don't, I don't want to. There's, there's no this, point this to this like a throwaway scene. Yeah. Also, we're introduced that Denzel has a metallic arm. Maybe that was the point of this. So I'm thinking. But even that's the stretch. God I'm God. watching this movie thinking, oh, holy shit, this guy has a metal arm. That's going to come and play to beat Sid. Nope. A little bit. It's. But if you have like a robot arm, wouldn't you want like super strength or yeah you would think that, I, I, see i'm watching this thinking this is where it's going he's going to use the, his, his oh, arm man. for like, super strength nope so many missed opportunities in this missed movie. opportunity right there holy crap yeah so the, for no reason the, the guards which are also cops as he is have churned on this one cop and want him dead <laughs> so they send one of the other inmates to kill him doesn't work out so then he gets punished for fighting uh, so the entire correctional department is against this cop. <laughs> this one guy. Because... And you're never told why he's in jail. No. You find out later what happened. Yeah. So, so But I'm, even then, it's like, that shouldn't be jail. Yeah, exactly. That should, that should be, like, fired or something. Yeah. So I'm thinking, like, what the fuck did this well, guy I do? Because he's a former is, cop. He I'm did like, kill two people. I'm like, did he go on a fucking rampage and kill a bunch of cops? Is that why these guards don't like him? Yeah, that would make sense. That's that where w- I'm thinking this movie's going. Nope. Oh, my God, this movie. So he meets with uh, Nurse Ratchet, and yeah. she's like, hey, I'm ready to give you a full pardon if you hunt down Sid, who somehow made it to the real world. If right. I'm Denzel, I'm like, 
what? <laughs> the fucking program that I fought is real now? Yeah, Hitler Wayne Gacy yeah. is on the loose. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> so she says, we're going to give you a full pardon. And I remember hearing he's a few weeks away from his uh, parole hearing. So the logic is, all right, so I go out there, and if I don't capture him, that means I get thrown back into jail, right? Yeah. She goes, yeah. But if I go out there and I die, then I die. But then if I go out there and I capture him, then I get a full pardon? She goes, yeah. If I'm him, I'm like, screw you guys. I'm going to try. I'm gonna roll the dice with the, with, the part, with, the, uh, with the parole hearing. Well, here's the problem with that, though. Uh, the parole hearing, first piece of evidence, uh, you attacked a man, a white man in jail. Uh, yeah, that's true. For no reason, apparently, uh, because you're a crazy person. Oh shit! Do you think this is like in Shawshank, where um, where the 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 young kid who goes to Shawshank, who's like, oh, I know who killed your wife. Oh, he gets taken out by the guard because he knows too much. Yeah. Do you think they want to keep him in there because maybe he knows too much? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where this is going. No, there's no there's no reason. Anyway, this is all very forced. Yes. <laughs> so Denzel meets with the with this like criminal psychologist who's played by Kelly Lynch. I really feel like they should have had the girl from uh, the Lethal Weapon series. That would be much funnier. Which one? The psychologist for Lethal oh, Weapon. Oh, uh, Riggs' yeah. wife. No, no, no. no that's no. Renee Russo. Oh. I'm talking about the, the blonde. one. Yeah, the blonde. Oh, the psychiatrist? The, the yeah. Mom. Oh, okay. The one. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. She, had, she was the right character. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so she's going to team up with Denzel. Two on the field. He's, he agrees, and they give him his badge back, and they, they make him a full cop. Yeah. And now Sid is out in the real world, and this nightclub scene, dude, the, uh, is yeah. fucking ridiculous. This was this was the nightclub scene from, uh, like you were saying, the Jim Carrey. He was competing for this role. When the Riddler and Two-Face take over that club, uh-huh. well, the, that's, that's the same kind of like ridiculousness level that's happening. Mm-hmm. He's just making people yell and recording it. I don't know how you knew, know how to work the machine. Well, he is a program yeah so i'm assuming he knows yeah but he's been it. programmed with killer thoughts he's, oh. he's, he's, he's he unless they he's got uh john wayne gacy and also skrillex <laughs> <laughs> I don't, there's no way that he can know how, to, how this stuff works but he does do you think it, <laughs> so they program it with like two they said something like over 200 re- real world killers yeah do you think the programmer should have fucked around a little and throwing like oh hans gruber and uh oh, yeah. hannibal lecter and <laughs> yeah might as well go all the way dude for sure if that's the case and he probably would start eating people too they could have had fun with this character like in, in a in a better way than they had fun with the character oh <laughs> how about this since we're since we already rewrote the movie with denzel's now a, a, a bot yeah okay he's struggling with each personality yeah so like jeffrey dahmer who's a cannibal like he wants to eat this guy, but then his fucking Hitler part comes out. Like, like so he has like multiple personalities. He's like, ah, like he, like the movie's constantly battling with all the voices in his head. Yeah, how about that? That would be good. Well, that would mean that there were, that he would never be a good villain to begin with because he'd always have that problem. Well, most villains are dealing with their own demons already, anyway. Well, yeah, but he's supposed to be the perfect villain. I guess that's true. Which means that. With every with every choice he has, there's a, a coded system that says which one's the better outcome that he should take. Wait, this was ninety five. Yeah. Yep. What was Demolition Man? Oh, ninety eight. Is, is that the same time? It's the same time. Okay. Demolition Man came out first. Okay. This movie is pretty much Demolition Man. There's only one guy who can deal with this yeah, problem. But at least Wesley Snipes as the villain, being crazy, was like entertaining. Uh, 
So he just he, it, oh, I love Snipes in that movie. So good, so good. <laughs> My favorite Snipes part of that movie is still the beginning when the when the building blows up, and he goes, "Oh, I told him, officer. Yeah. I told him they were in there, but he wasn't listening. I told him, officer." Uh, it would have been good if if they did because he's already being silly. If they did program those TV villains in it, and then he just threw out lines from those, from those movies. <laughs> Oh, that'd be great. And then you do the same thing for Denzel. You program the protagonist, and then he's throwing out lines from protagonist And movies. he goes, he turns, and he goes, I'll be back. Right, exactly. Oh. MPKA, motherfucker. Yeah. Oh, it would have been such a good movie. That'd be funny. This is, oh, this is fun. I like our movie better. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, he goes to the club, and he wants to make a, like a symphony of like terror. So, yeah. he reco- so he forces people in the club to like record different... Levels of different types of screams, and he creates like a symphony. I I guess at some point during the programming, they realized Hitler side coming out. Did Hitler like fucking symphonies? I'm trying to figure out which of these serial killers. No, at some point they they reveal that he loves attention. Oh yeah, that's right. He and I think that came from the VR world somehow because he's always being watched. I'm guessing. Yeah. So out of all the characters he's chosen uh, or, or given. Uh, he has the he creates his own personality in the process. That is so because he's he's smart enough, I guess, to know that he's a programmer and he's an uh, amalgamation of all these people. Mm-hmm. So I guess maybe he knows which to choose and what not to choose from these different characters. Well, yeah, just like a system of operations. Yeah, like I'll take this part, but not this part, and this part, but not that part. Creating his own self. Yeah, but also, but the, by doing that, that that means he's creating his own flaws too. Hmm. I guess, yeah, the flaw would be the need for attention. Yeah, but why would okay, – if he was programmed to be like that, unless he uh, evolved, um, then it basically that would be a virus. Oh. Yeah, this program is not very <laughs> good. Unless, of course, the reason why they're doing that is because most of the characters that he's, that he's using that's in him love the attention as well. In well, I guess that's that's why you would do that kind of stuff. Yeah, for uh, the attention. Yeah, I mean, yeah, serial killers are created for attention, and in a lot of cases, want to be caught. So they'll they'll do things that's intentionally uh, look at me, and that's why they sign their work. Are you sure? It's, are you sure it's we want to be caught or not? not I don't, most serial killers don't sign their work, do they? I thought that what they do is they do it for the sake of a specific feeling. The cra- the crazier ones sign their work. And and that is a uh, that's an arrogance that comes later on with serial killing. But, but based on the movies that I've seen, not not my criminal defense courses, um, as a botanist, yeah, as, as a botanist, it, it's uh, the, the 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 what do they call it? The pattern, the uh, archetype. Damn it! The, the of characteristics of, of the of the of the serial killer uh, eventually does get to the point where they are they're proud, so they sign their work. But also on a deep down level, they do want to be caught, which is why they do these things. Also, they, they want to be stopped. The thrill of the kill that every time they kill, they still haven't been caught. They want to still ride that line of, of, of uh, let's see if they can catch me now. Right, exactly. How, how clever am I really yeah. that I can do this and they still won't catch me? Mm-hmm. That, that's, that's the, that's the uh, God, man, what's the word? Not archetype, the profile. That's the profile oh, of, yes. of the killers. Yeah. So, so he's flawed in general because he has all these people that are have the same kind of flaw already. Mm-hmm. So his flaw is need for attention. So he goes to the club, he sees the attention, and he's like, "Oh, this is amazing! I'm on TV everywhere." And he starts creating the orchestra, and then uh, Denzel bursts in, shoots him in the back, 
And he bleeds that blue that goop. blue goop. Yeah. Yeah. And he he knows about this goop too, which he's been programmed for before he knew it existed. Uh-huh. Uh I'm losing too much of myself. And and then he runs off cuz that's blood, which is him, I guess. Uh not affected by it, which I guess would make sense if it's all nanobytes, not actual muscles that are being damaged. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of thoughts go on to this ridiculousness, huh? Yeah, more thought than I would have liked. <laughs> I, I would like to apply this thought to our other movie. Which uh, one? The, the Denzel protagonist and the Russell Crowe... Oh, uh, the movie we made. Yeah, yeah the yeah, movie yeah. we made, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Just start writing that. <laughs> so, so Sid, uh, he goes to an electronics store yep. when he escapes from the club, and he sees Ultimate Fighting. Yeah, on the TV at the memorial UFC. at the Olympic Auditorium. Right. So he heads down there. Which I think they're calling Pride or Prime. They're calling it Prime, which I think is a playoff of Pride, which, which was the actual UFC fighting at the time. At, at the, the time. time. Yeah. yeah. So he heads down there, and what the fuck is the crowd chanting as the fight? What's going on? They're all ch- chanting like Bonesaw. I don't know. Like some, they sound like a cult. <laughs> Well, that's how it usually is, man. Yeah. No, when they watch, no, when you watch the fight, you're cheering like, "Yeah, come on!" They, no, they in sequence, everyone in the arena is going, "Kill him" or something like that. Oh, then it's like a high prize uh, fight where it's outside of the standards. No, where no, no. this is broadcast all over the world. Yeah, so this is UFC. It's being broadcast. Maybe, that's why he's going there because he wants to be. Shown. Maybe it's one of the catchphrases of one of the guys. But then that would be more WWF, not UFC. Yeah. Well, the man. Unless, of course, in this time and age of 1995. Uh, they have uh, <laughs> they they have uh, stopped outlawing death by uh, punch. I guess I don't know. Hmm. Why don't they just have the VR fighting then? <laughs> Probably because it costs. That would be that would be actually pretty cool. Also, yeah. 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 seeing yeah. two guys in the VR world fight. No, you. Who, it's battle of the programs. I program this fighter versus your programmed fighter. Oh, like real steel, like bot fighting. Yeah, kind of like real sort steel. Sort of like real steel. Yeah, except except there's nobody actually controlling it. It's just a program. Oh. So you create your own Sid versus your other own Sid. They do that already. Yeah. World, and then you bet on it because because you're you're still betting on the outcome of a fight, but nobody actually dies. So you're, you're betting on programmers who programmed the best fighter. Okay, hmm, that could work. Wow, wow, this is another chapter oh, in yeah. our movie. Yes, it's amazing. <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> So Denzel, I forgot when this happens, but he's going through the list of like the serial killers that are in Sid, and he goes, "Wait, stop! He's got a little list." And in that list is the guy who responsible for his family dying. Yeah, was it was a Grimes? Grimes. Yeah, yeah. So we let's just tell what happens. Yeah, we learn through flashback that this guy's like a political terrorist. Yeah, and he kidnapped uh, Denzel's wife and kid. Yeah, and he had him strapped to a bomb. And because he, I guess he's the one, only one that got close to him, so he's kind of terrorizing him. Yeah. yeah. It's sort of like John Spartan and Simon Phoenix. Okay. From Demolition Man. Yeah. So Denzel, in this flashback, he's like, fuck back up. I'm going to handle this shit myself. He yeah. goes into his lair, and he fights like his henchman, and he kills him. In his lair, which he's getting interviewed. By like hard copy or like – Yeah, exactly. <laughs> by some by some like news program. <laughs> hard copy. I don't understand how a legitimate news <laughs> – Fucking company. Well, that, that's how we caught um, shit. One of the terrorist guys. That was uh, was it Sean Penn helped us capture that guy? That he went to go interview him. Oh yeah, that's El right. Chapo. I do remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was El Chapo, right? Yeah, yeah. He got interviewed, and then that's how we eventually ended up catching okay. him. Okay. So I mean, it's not it's stupid, but it's not far fetched. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so yeah, this guy's being interviewed, and uh, Denzel shoots through his henchmen, and then he goes 
and they're hidden. They're trapped in a room, and there's a laser. Uh, yeah. What is it? It's a. Um, la- it's a. It's like a. It's a trap. trigger. Yeah, yeah, it's a trigger, and he crosses it, and boom, the room explodes. This is how he loses his arm. Yeah, and he's still walking around. And he's still walking around. Which, which, which I, I would believe. You, you just saw your wife and kid die. Adrenaline. Yes. Holy shit. So he gets like a machine gun and he fucking. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> <laughs> so he starts like killing everybody in the lair. He killed. He straight up murders Grimes. And the cameramen are like, hey, you want an interview? And he just turns around. And he's like, bah, 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 Yeah, because yeah, you're still in full on yeah, battle he's mode. He's still in rage mode. Yeah. He and tells he... them stay down. And they don't stay down because they want the shot. Yeah, of course. Yeah. They get the shot. Yeah, they get the shot. Yes, they get the shot. Yes, they do. So. <laughs> What you mentioned earlier, Adam, was like, ah, is that a fireball offense? Yeah. It's questionable. It's No, you, you, you do have to be punished, but not in what seems to be a face-off style prison <laughs> where you're, you're being taunted by the guards. Goes. Yeah, anything goes. No. <laughs> this is the guard should be on his side at least. You took down a big terrorist, uh-huh. killed a bunch of people, friendly fire, fine. You just saw your wife and kid die. Uh Insanity, maybe I don't know. Uh-huh. Temporary Virtual insanity. Virtual insanity. But yeah, not to the point where everybody's trying to kill him. Yeah. So that's so that's how he got his metallic arm, and that's how his wife and kid died. And this might be why Sid is so obsessed with killing Denzel because Grimes is somewhere locked in that brain, right? Because he he's taunting him as Grimes uh-huh. at certain points in his programming mm-hmm. world. <laughs> Are we at the part where he changes his suits and they're playing the Staying Alive? That that was right before he went to UFC. Oh my god! Right, right, right before he saw the UFC thing, he's yeah. walking down the streets. That I could, I can't believe they throw that scene in there. That was entertaining. When that song came on, I'm like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" And then he high fives a black guy, who's like complimenting. I guess he's complimenting on his style. Yeah, and he's what, confused by the high five. Wouldn't the Hitler part of his brain be like, "No, right. don't." <laughs> yeah, or would he just be killing everybody on sight? Yeah. But I don't know. Maybe he's, he's he's so enamored with being in real life, he's trying to just take it in. Yeah. Maybe he thinks that that suit is attractive, so he puts it on, mm-hmm. a la Jamie Foxx, <laughs> Django and Chain. Uh huh. Is this cool? <laughs> so the UFC fight happens. He's causing mass chaos. Security <coughs> comes. Denzel shows up, uh, and they 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 sh- shootouts. And then uh, Sid takes a hostage on the train. Yeah. The the lady. And he has a gun. He has a gun to her, and he goes, "Come on!" And I thought, I, I like this. I thought Denzel sh- straight up murdered this lady. Like I thought he missed completely, and bam! I, I did too. They I sold. Like, they sold it well. I I went, "Holy shit!" I said it out loud, "Like yeah. holy shit!" Like he straight up <laughs> killed her. Yeah. Because they set it up earlier in the VR program where he just shoots the waiter. He's like, "Fuck this!" Bam, bam, bam. Yeah, but his whole thing was, "But that's not a real person, so I'll kill it." Yeah. But then, so because of that scene, you're thinking, "Oh fuck, he did it again." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, fuck, this guy can't aim. Yeah. How's he a cop? No, but turns out it was... She was shot from behind. Yeah, so Sid shot her from the back, made it look like Denzel did it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know why, because it goes against his master plan to fight Denzel more. Because now Denzel gets... You're, you're done. Now he's arrested. Yeah. And... Um, Who's his cop friend? His cop friend's his, been in a bunch uh, of things. William Forsyth. Yeah. He's been in everything. Yeah. He's been in everything. Yeah, and he, his dad was an actor, too. Oh, is that right? William Forsythe's dad. I, I, I like I like him in things. Yeah, he's yeah he's been. In <laughs> you like him in things? I don't like him leading man, but I like him as a yeah, supporting. He, yeah, he's a good like fifth guy in yeah. the movie. Right, fourth fifth guy. Yeah, uh, fourth sight. <laughs> You're a horrible person. Right. Yeah. Well, we forgot to mention when they let Denzel in the real world, they injected into his neck a, a tracker. 
but that's also a way for, to kill him right. in case he tries to make a run for it. It's the uh, Suicide Squad injection. Yes. So um, he's being transported, I guess, back to jail, and Russell Crowe bra- pretty much breaks him out. He yeah. goes, hey, I'm giving you your freedom. Good luck. Yeah. And then he tells Denzel, that thing in your neck, they're going to kill you. So whatever little freedom you have, they're going to take you out. So, th- so that injection was provided by the company yes. that is doing the VR training. Yeah, Wayland Yutani. Yeah. yeah. Why? Why are they part of this? <laughs> as far as it will release you, but first go to this company that uh, is killing That's people. That's why I'm saying maybe this is like the cops, like R and D department. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. So, so William Fickner's like, all right, let's let's kill him. Let's let's take the. He took out two prison guards or two transport guards. Let's take him out. And then Forsyth shows up, and, and he starts shooting the computer up. He's like, hey, is anybody using this chair? Wow! <laughs> and he slams the computer with it. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. So that, so they, that prevented them shutting Denzel off. Yeah. Oh, he's so good in this movie. Forsyth? Yeah. But, but then again, uh, something like that is, is uh, breaking screens – uh, does not disable a computer. Yeah, but in this movie, but he shot up the yeah a lot of it. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Who cares? Moves the plot along. Oh, we also we forgot to mention the psychologist. She has a daughter. Oh yeah, played by Kaylee Cuoco, who's the blonde chick on the Big Bang Theory. Oh, is that right? That's her as a little girl. Oh yeah, nice. It's like oh, that sounds nice. Mm-hmm. Well, she does know nerd things then, because <laughs> she eventually gets kidnapped. Yeah, by Sid down the road. No babysitter. No dad. True latchkey kid. Yeah. Just like me. I had no babysitter. Yeah. TV was my babysitter. It's fine. All I knew was to not open the door. Okay. That's, that's all good. I knew. That's a good rule. But she doesn't know. No. Apparently not. No. Oh, God. Oh, when a guy in a purple suit shows up at the door. <laughs> yeah. You got to... What is this about? Oh, it's the Joker. <laughs> Acting like the Riddler. I'm <laughs> <laughs> <Our> Batman. <laughs> so the whole LAPD... Instead of targeting, putting all their forces looking for Sid, they're looking for Denzel. Like, it's like a citywide search for Denzel. Yeah. Meanwhile, Sid right. is causing mass chaos. Like, he's the Joker and in the dark guy's on the loose. <laughs> this guy shot at one chick. Let's take him down. And maybe kill two guards. Yeah. Oh, I guess the guards, too, yeah. Now he's a cop killer. So yeah. now the cops should hate him. Uh-huh. But I don't know. So Sid goes to the... Why they wouldn't assume it was Sid to broke him out, though? I mean, for, for Denzel to escape in the way that he did, that's impressive. Yeah. <laughs> he killed the guard outside, broke himself out from the outside of the van, uh-huh. and then just ran away. Yeah. It's amazing. That, that arm must be really coming <laughs> in handy now. Uh-huh. So he kidnaps the, the little girl. That's why I brought it up. And he, takes, and he goes to the television studio, and he kills everybody in the booth that, that controls the cameras and stuff. And he creates... Death TV. Yeah. Uh, he created these graphics. He created these graphics so fast on yeah. the fly. Yep. By the way, also, it seems like this this uh, this channel uh, <laughs> is powered by phone lines. Yes. That's how they monitor. So I guess everybody in the world that is watching is also calling in because it's, it's showing a ratings. Like 30 million people are watching this and channel. And it's breaking it down by demographics. So it's like age, income, all this stuff. Right. And it's people debating about like immigrants yeah. and how immigrants are a problem. Yeah. We're still talking about this. I, I guess so. <laughs> Ninety-five to the, now. The 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 Indians. Yes. The, the um, Native American Indians. The Native American Indians. The the casino, not tech support. Feather. <clears throat> yeah. Not dot. Right. <laughs> the, the new version is tech support or casino. <clears throat> uh, it's 
he he gets shot in the, in the in the face from very far away. Mm-hmm. So this guy's also a marksman in the real world, shooting through glass. Um, oh, that is just talk about this glass I have later. Yeah. So he, he shoots, and this this is an issue. He shoots through the glass and still gets a headshot from across the room, which the glass should have altered the trajectory of the bullet a little bit. Uh-huh. But uh, maybe he calculated for that because he's an awesome program. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, kills him, takes over Death TV. Uh, Creates a logo on the fly, yep. a graphic on the fly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He knows how to work uh, cameras. He knows how to work. Uh... So in there is also Steven Spielberg program for knowing how to work cameras. Right. George Lucas. Yeah. Um, this is quite an algorithm. This, yeah, this is an amazing program. Yeah. Just in case this guy ever makes it out, I right. want him to know how to use a camera. Well, I guess the guy that programmed him, if his, his idea was to let him out in the world, give him everything he got. So, Like like in Demolition Man, how he's trained to like do yeah. bombs and shit. Right. But they're for a different reason. I mean, the reason why that guy did it was so he could control him. Yeah, this guy was just... It was to kill Edgar Friendly. Right. Kill Edgar Friendly. The guy's last name Dennis is Friendly. Leary. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. The Dennis Leary character. He's a really friendly guy. <laughs> so he's broadcasting that he has this little girl, and in two hours she's going to die. Where is she? I don't know. Come find me, Denzel. Ratings start spiking yeah, then instantly. Yeah, the ratings start sp- going up like crazy. And then... Is uh, this the writer going, yeah, I'm going to talk about how, how trashy TV is and how people only watch yep. shit like this. But then... It, but then this, and this, this, this part bothered me as, as somebody that's kind of uh, at least semi-aware of how ratings work. Mm-hmm. Uh, they say, cut the phone lines. They cut the phone lines, and the viewership goes down to zero. <laughs> oh, that—that's where you said. Are they powered by yeah. by telephone calls? So, so, the, so, so everybody that's watching is also calling in <laughs> to tell them, "Hey, I'm black. I'm watching this. I'm 35 years <laughs> I old. Make 35 grand a year. Yeah. <laughs> what about you? Uh, I'm Native American. <laughs> I am 12." And I'm also an alcoholic, <laughs> or, or whatever, whatever's happening. Yeah. Phone lines. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I'm 12. I'm an alcohol. Okay. I don't know. This is being racist. Uh, <laughs> phone lines get cut off. Ratings disappear. It goes down to zero. He's like, "What? No! Give me my phone lines back. I need my viewers." Because maybe you have to dial in through dial-up <laughs> in order to oh, uh, dial-up. In the world of virtual reality, there's no more dial-up. There should not be. When, we when, should be surpassed fiber optics at this point. When did when when did uh, DSL come in? And when did um well, no when did cable show up? DSL was I gotta say early nineties, but that's still but DSL is still um uh, over the phone lines, right? Yes. So that means cable is the thing. Okay, no, but this this takes place in the future. Yeah, it's yeah, nineteen ninety five. The movie yeah. was made ninety five, but it takes place nineteen ninety nine. No, like no. In the yes, twenty teens, I think. No, is it? I remember reading in nineteen ninety nine. Go too far up. <laughs> well, you'll see. Right. We'll see Russell we'll, Crowe again. We'll, we'll figure it out. Either way, if you can have virtual reality that can embody itself and through we, nanotechnology, yeah. you are past DSL. Mm-hmm. That's that's all I got to say. So was this a, <laughs> was this an internet? I guess channel and not a traditional satellite. Maybe. Like, uh, well, in that case, then it's a it, uh, tremendous foresight. Uh, knowing that the TV channels are going to go away and the world is going to be all on the internet. Yeah, MTV's still alive. Oh. <laughs> right. So uh, they're trying to figure out where the girl is. They, they track down the programmer because he's just kind of hanging out at the bus station. Uh, and uh-huh. and uh, the cuckoo's nest chick finds the, the guy there. Hey, where's my daughter? No, no, not the cuckoo's nest chick. It's the Kelly Lynch. Oh, okay. Nurse oh. Ratchet is the old lady. Oh, all right, my bad. Yeah, the, the psychologist person 
sees the programmer that is responsible for all this, just hanging out at a bus station, uh, tracks him down, uh, tries to get information, doesn't work out. Puts a gun on him. And then now we have a showdown between Denzel and Sid. On the roof of this television station. Yeah. With a lot of big fans. That was weird. Mm-hmm. If, if, did you see, watch Iron Fist yet? No. You watched, you watched Iron Fist, right, yeah. Maestro? Yeah. This, this, the, the last scene in Iron Fist is very similar to this last scene. On the roof, the, the, the two people fighting for no reason. On the roof is what is the no reason part. Instead of in, this, in the station where they already were. Mm. I don't know why they headed with the roof, but they did. Yeah, I forgot why they headed up there. I don't know. Anyway, so they're up there fighting, and he's shooting them, and it's just blue, and he can't really get them. Yeah. Uh, Denzel gets picked up by him. He kind of grabs onto him. They go over the edge of the building. They crash back inside. Uh, but as they come in through the glass, he pretty much gets impaled by all the glass. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking right here, he just he's going to turn into like Super Sid, right? Yeah. Because like this fucking glass. This is, is the T1000 moment. Yeah. I was I was expecting that to happen. This is like in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles two, where yeah. Shredder drinks too much ooze <laughs> and he turns into Super Shredder. Yes. Like this should have been Sid Super Shredder moment. Yeah. He's he already got the spikes. Yeah. <laughs> but like. He's got all this glass on you. I was like, bleh, 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 bleh. yeah. This this did not make sense. Yes. For the way they set up the movie so far, glass is pretty much because these nanobites are reaching for fucking glass like hungry animals. If you feed, if you hold meat over them, right? Instead of the glass is already in your body. Yeah. Use that to rebuild yourself. Mm-hmm. But I guess the nanobites aren't that smart. Ah, uh, but we get tricked because his arm is fully intact, and he grabs Denzel's arm. Yeah. And then he, 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 like, rips into the back of his head and he pulls his little diamond out. Yeah. And then it gets confusing for a second. Yes. Because it, it rewinds. It's back on the roof. Yeah. It shows Denzel getting picked up to be thrown off the roof. Uh-huh. But except this time, he gets thrown off the roof and uh-huh. dies. Yes. So... But before that, we learn, oh, the little girl's in here the whole time. Ah, ha, ha, ha. No, not yet. Oh, no. No, because we, we, oh, yeah, we see right, Denzel right, die. Right. It's mm-hmm. very confusing because mm-hmm. we just saw the movie end, basically. Uh-huh. And then it, it rewinds itself like, wait, what? What, the, what what just happened? Denzel dies. Now he's going after um, the the psychologist on the roof. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, where's my daughter? And he's like, hi. He starts knocking on the thing behind her. Oh, she's been here the whole time. And then Denzel walks in on the roof again. He's like, wait, what the? So this, this, this it, it was very confusing. And... I think very poorly executed. Mm-hmm. I like the idea. No, the way this 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 was done correctly in a movie we did on this podcast, uh, Repo Men. They they pulled off this exact same thing, but the way they pulled it off was flawless. I don't remember. Uh, Jude Law huh? dies, but in the movie he doesn't die. It's like it, it, he has a fall that should have killed him, mm-hmm. but he kind of comes through it, and the movie continues. Then the movie ends. We find out no, he did die at that point, and everything else that's happened from this point on was injected into his brain. Oh, yeah, that's right. Now I remember that. Yeah. So there, there was no rewind. Let's do that again. It's the movie continues, and we find out the whole movie didn't actually happen. It was all in his brain, which that was that was a great plot twist in, okay. in Repo Man. Uh, this was a horrible version of that because we we basically find out. He did kill him, but then he took that crystal, put it back in, in into the into the program, back into VR. So now they're in the VR world. Yeah, and they and they picked up where he thinks he left off. 
Now I got a problem with this. Yeah. In this, pro- so you remember in Inception, they need an architect to build the world. Yeah. That means for this program to be back in the VR world, that means they have to a programmer has to type one 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 zero 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 to create that rooftop setting. Yeah. But only Denzel and Russell Crowe know about what's happening to trick him. Yeah. That means he had. To, that means Denzel had to tell him. Okay, so I think on the roof they had like a couple shades here, and there was a shade of gray. Yeah, so so that means between how did they design this roof? If the if 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 um there was no program, I mean the programmer had to build it from scratch. Do you understand what I'm yeah. where I'm trying to get at? Unless of course they did the whole uh, cityscape set up already for for future uh, training. It's possible, but the only thing that makes sense to me for this to work is the amount of time that passed between him actually dying and the part where they replug him back in was like. Weeks, but no, but it couldn't kid, have been. This kid, it had two hours to find this kid, right? Because first they had to convince the programmer that created Sid, we're gonna trick your program to give us information. Not only that, they had to get off the roof and drive back to the place. Who knows where that? It looked like it was in the middle of the desert. Yeah. So all this is happening in a very short <laughs> amount of time, which is impossible. First of all, the programmer guy, and then once everything's resolved, they go back to the same building. <laughs> that to drive all the way back. Go up to that roof and get the kid out. Yeah, it does. The, the timeline does not match up here. That's fine. Whatever. But We're almost done. But luckily, <laughs> this is the final scene. <laughs> so, yeah. So they find the girl. Uh, the same booby trap things are happening. Well, in the you don't want to talk about when they're in the virtuality world. This is where Russell Crowe in starts like, oh, I'm the god here, and he starts incepting the world. Yeah, and he pushes Denzel off the roof, and he's at 500 percent, like you said. Yeah, and he's just free free falling. Which, again, by the way, why is that setting still there after it killed the guy? Because <laughs> yeah. the programmer goes psycho. He kills William Forsythe. Yeah. And he knocks out Kelly Lynch, but she wakes up and she takes him out. So why did he even agree to do this in the first place then if he's just going to kill everybody? Yeah. You just say, no, fuck you. And then the girl dies. He gets pretty much what he wants because he, he caused chaos. Yeah. He does a heel turn, as, as you were saying. Oh, and, like what The Rock does? And then he does, does an immediate heel turn five minutes later. Oh, a double heel turn. Yeah. Those are rare. He goes from real bad to, I'm going to help you guys, to, fuck you. <laughs> so they find out the girl's there. Uh, Denzel takes a wire out of his arm in order to reprogram the bomb. Because because it's the grime setup. There's a, there's a pressure point that she's sitting on. There's laser yeah. things. So every time he tries to hack, again, this guy's a cop. He's not a... He's not a bomb expert or a computer right. programmer. Because every single time Russell Crowe comes on and goes, uh-uh. uh-uh. Yeah. Uh-uh-uh. I thought of that too. <laughs> uh-uh-uh. I thought of that too. Yeah. So basically he, he finds a way to reprogram it. and uh, He puts it in a loop because the timer's going down like yeah. 10, That's 9, right. 8, 7. And then it goes back to 17. And he goes, uh-uh-uh. He, he takes a fiber optic cable out of his arm, which is what the internet should be running off at this point. <laughs> Maestro. <laughs> and uh, creates a, it puts one of the input, one of the output, and yeah, and he loops it. Yeah, not DSL. And the girl's rescued, <laughs> and he has the the crystal, the Russell Crowe crystal. Yeah, he throws it off the roof, and it lands. And you're thinking like, oh, are they setting up a sequel? Yeah. Nope. <clears throat> Car drives right over it, breaking yep. it. And it's it's it has a gooey center, which I didn't see coming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a gusher. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, yeah, and that's virtuosity. That's and it. Now I guess I'm guessing Denzel has his full pardon. Yeah, he can go back in the real world. Well, he's <laughs> in the real world. He can go back out in society, right? And 
I do like. Um, I, I think he did have his parole hearing actually because there was a, there was a line that Denzel used. No, he was talking to the psychologist. He's like, "So that incident that happened, you think it could happen again?" He's like, "No, it's impossible." Like <laughs> because what made that happen was somebody killed my wife and kid, mm-hmm. and they're already dead. So that will never happen again. Oh yeah, that's right. That that, that, that was as a good line. I liked it. You know what's crazy? We just watched this movie. Yeah. But then maybe 10, 12 years later, they're both an American gangster together, which is a badass Absolutely. fucking movie. Man. The scene, I remember I saw that movie in theaters. The scene where I was like, fuck, that's amazing, is when they're in church and the church door is open and it's just Russell Crowe leaning against the car waiting for Frank, yeah. waiting for Denzel. Uh-huh. I love that scene. Oh, my God. Like yeah, seeing mostly Russell Crowe's career <laughs> go to where it's gone because this Denzel, this is pretty much like Denzel and yeah. everything for the most part. This is the Denzel you're with, but it's, it's the Denzel you go to watch. Yeah, this is it's the same Denzel he's always been. I feel like, but this Russell Crowe, holy, holy shit! <laughs> it's like he took he hung out with Nicolas Cage for a couple of days. Yeah, well, that's right. This could have been this would have been a much better. Mm, much more believable role if Nicolas Cage was it. <laughs> but Nick Cage back in 95 was still like a legitimate actor. Oh, that's true. Because in 95, he did The Rock, I think. When, wait, when was uh, Face Off? That was... seven. Okay. So he, he already had... He, he so shows he went, craziness. So he went Rock... The... Ah! Oh, <laughs> so he went 95. <laughs> he went Rock, Con Air, Face Off. Yeah. Now this could have been fine. I feel like this would have been about right. Oh, but then again, knowing that Denzel was going to become what he became, this, this this wouldn't have been on the radar at all. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway. So, closing thoughts on virtuosity. What would you think? I like, like I said earlier, I, I like our version of the movie so much better. <laughs> how, okay, real quick. How would you end our movie? Uh, so, you got these two programs who have come into the real world. Would you still have them go back into the program world where they're like gods and they can do everything, or no? The end. The end of this movie. I'm saying, like if we, yeah. if you want to okay. end our movie, the, the end of this movie does take place in virtual reality. Okay, uh, but it goes on in perpetuity. Oh, it's like the one where he's constantly fighting. Like yes, the like, versions I am of not your bitch. We, you are we, my bitch. The, eventually, the uh, Denzel <laughs> gets Russell Crowe back into the program somehow. During one of their epic fights, and they, that, that's his jail sentence: an eternity of fighting Russell Crowe. Yes. Oh shit! And then Denzel's able to unplug from himself, so he goes back to the real world. But virtual Denzel is still forever fighting virtual Sid. Okay. So Denzel ha- gets his life back, but that's Sid cre- never gets his life back. Yeah, but that's like creepy meta, man. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, this- in a way, he gets what he wants, where Sid is always fighting evil or fighting good. But it's in a program world that nobody will ever come in contact with, so it's safe. I guess the point about it is, is why you just destroy the program. I don't know, because somehow this feels like justice more. So in the movie we just saw, shouldn't somebody be like, hey, how do we get that program into real life? Shouldn't they start be like, hey, can we make like a replica of Abraham Lincoln using that same program? Hey, man, what was it like dealing with racist farm owners back then? Like, couldn't you just make anybody you want? Yeah, but, but then that's based on programming. So you can program whatever you like. And based upon interpretation, because the person lived so long ago, all you got is words. Yeah. So you put in all the history books, then you got to put in all the positive and all the negative. Yeah. It's also based upon perception. But now, yeah. But now, at the end of this movie we just saw, 
shouldn't Louise Fletcher be like, yep, let's make some super soldiers? Yep. Because they saw what Sid could do. Yeah. Shouldn't she be like, no, but, but no, the whole program would have to be shut down because of all the chaos it caused. Oh, the, okay. the, uh, the, yeah, the political nightmare of, uh, but you're using what caused all this chaos again. You saw what it could have done or what it did do. Think of what it could do. If there's a 1% chance that this can happen, we have to take it as absolute certainty. Unless the name is Martha. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh. <laughs> so, yeah, it turns out it was a bad movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, much more fun to fantasize about how they could have done this than to actually watch the movie. Yeah. Russell, Russell Crowe, very off-putting. Mm-hmm. Uh, Denzel still fine, but yeah, yeah. This, it, Forsyth good. Forsyth good. Potential for this movie was amazing. Yeah. Uh, given <laughs> not knowing it existed, so not knowing <laughs> it existed, and already rewriting it better. Going in blind was very interesting. Yeah, yeah it was because I was like, it was very fun. What the yeah. program is coming to life. <laughs> What are your closing thoughts, Maestro? Um, mine were, it was never really a good movie for me to begin with. I never really liked it. I mean, I didn't like the way they colored everything, so it was off-putting visually for me from the beginning. I didn't like, I just didn't like how, how cookie cutter it felt. Cookie cutter? Yeah. In 90, well, when did you watch it then? Um, around the same time. Huh. See, to me, in 95, this would have been groundbreaking for me. Really? I'd never seen anything like it. I watched it, I'm like, meh. Huh. All right. As for me, uh, it was, uh, it was like bad, but I agree with you, Adam. I liked our story better yeah. where like they had to make their own super soldier mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. counter them. Um, this was fine. It's not horrible. I just think Demolition Man is way better. It's, yeah. a, it's a very similar story. Just watch Demolition Man. Yeah. yeah that one's way better. Right. I agree. <sighs> I, I just I do like Russell Crowe in this bit because I've never seen him do this before. Yeah, it is it is interesting seeing him crazy go down this road. Right, but it's interesting in the same way Tom Lee Jones is interesting as Two Face. <laughs> I was like, wow, never seen that before, and I'm okay not seeing it again. <laughs> well, you mean seeing Tom Lee Jones smile? Not just being crazy and wow, <laughs> <laughs> like Tasmanian Devil from Looney Tunes. Yes, exactly. Oh, but he but Tom Lee Jones has a suit. Tasmanian Devil right, same has... color suit as the... Uh, oh, as Sid. As Sid did. The purple suit. Well, he's only half of them, at least. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, that was our opinion of the movie, but like I said, at the top of the show, we have lots of them, but we have zero credentials. And then when he got shot, it was blue as well. Mm-hmm. So it was purple and blue. Was That was the that was the Two-Face. No, the other suit was white, I think. Yeah. Black and white. Or, no. With blue... Purple with blue, and... With... Wait, 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 which one are we talking about? Are we talking about Tommy Lee Jones or the actual Tommy Lee Jones? Jones. Tommy oh. Jones is purple and with 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 the leopard or tiger stripes with tiger stripes. Oh, god damn! It's such an abortion of a Harvey Dent. Mm-hmm. Now we're gonna hear from people who actually have credentials of critics. Do you want to hear good reviews or bad reviews? Uh, let's start with the good, ten with the bad. Enjoy it. Okay, Kevin Thomas of the LA Times says virtuosity doesn't always compute, but like last <laughs> summer's Speed, it is far more fully realized cinematically than many less commercial, more serious pictures. So he's saying this movie knows what it is. That's it. That's what it sounds like. Huh? I didn't get that vibe. No. I think I think it was trying to be serious. It felt like a like it felt like a movie that you get off the Sci-Fi Channel late at night. Yep. Roger Ebert of the Chicago Sun-Times says, Virtuosity is an example of a struggle that goes on in Hollywood between formula and invention. Hmm. I don't know. Okay. So the invention part was virtual reality, but the formula was following the same tropes as other movies? I think so. Okay. Like the Jackal. The Jackal? It's an amazing movie. What are you... What? 
There's no formula there. That was groundbreaking. And now, <laughs> bad reviews. Mick LaSalle, the San Francisco Chronicle, says, The presence of Washington lends the picture a much-needed dose of authenticity. But at the end, virtuosity is disconnected and uninvolving. I feel that. Hal, Hal Hinson of the Washington Post says, The world of virtuosity may be brand spanking new, but the ideas are yesterday's news. This is true. What? I, see, this, is so, this is so weird for me to hear because, like, like I keep saying, this, at the time, for me, would have been like, what? Why did they even come up with this stuff? But to... Uh, I'm very confused. Uh, well, a lot of the things that you did see in the Virtuosity movie, it's a lot you've seen also, like let's say on MTV late at night. You just watch it and just the commercials and the random shit that they pull off. It's just the same. I, I, it's, I, can't, I can't get past the use of virtual reality in this capacity at that time. Oh, it reminds me of Aeon Flux. The cartoon, not the real movie. Oh, because the movie came out later too. Yeah, I'm talking about the cartoon. Uh, it, uh, it's got the same kind of feel, I think. Now it's time for the Rotten Tomatoes game. This is part of the show where I make the guys get to score the movie based on his Rotten Tomatoes score. For those of you unfamiliar with the scoring system, it's a uh, average score from 0 to 100 amongst critics in the audience. 0 to 59 is rotten, 60 to 84 is fresh, and 85 and up is certified fresh. What would you guys like to guess first, the critics or the audience? Uh, let's go with the audience. Okay. Uh, I, I, I'm so out of touch with this movie, apparently. Uh, <laughs> it just... Too late in life, I guess. But the the audience, I guess, if everybody says they already seen it before, ah, this is so weird. I'm, I'm 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 blind going to the movie and also into this guessing. Well, also think about it this way: the actors that were in the movie, Denzel and Russell Crowe, were they really famous at the time or no? No, this is really known for Denzel, Denzel. was known because he did Malcolm X already. He did Philadelphia. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Okay. Russell Crowe was new on the scene. All right. Um. Don't you dare say forty. So audience. No, yeah, based on never hearing about this movie ever. Uh I'll give it a thirty five. Okay. Forty. Thirty two percent from Ooh. the audience. All right. Now the critics. Oh. Uh critics now this this is this is throughout all of time, right? It's not just ninety five reviews. Uh from this, the majority of the top critics are from that time. Okay. So th- this concept is not going to be something that's easily grasped, I think. So they're going to miss the boat in a lot of things. Uh, but then again, they could be a positive because it's something fresh. Critics. No, they're not going to like it. I'll just say 20. Okay. <laughs> 35. 33% from the critics. Oh. So the critics and the audience think alike. Wow. All right. Makes sense. Paul, G- it? Paul Giamatti wasn't in this. Mm. He's been in a lot of our movies, and since we all love him, we decided to ask, what role would Paul Giamatti have had in this film? <sighs> I'm guessing the computer programmer? That would make or maybe, oh, maybe yeah. the pervy, pervy nanotech guy? Okay. okay. But my question is this. Considering this 1995 when this movie was made, if he could play in the movie, would he be the same age? No, they don't make age a factor. Okay. So whatever role he would have been good at. All right. At whatever time. Who cares? Yeah. Programmer. Programmer or the that the sleazy guy that's always a bad guy. Oh, William Fickner? Yeah. We can get out of here. I don't want to lose Forsyth. Yeah, you, you can't. But you can't I, I, can lose, I can lose the Fickner. Okay. Now it's time for trivia. This is part of the show where I give out little bits of facts or info you may not know about the movie. SID 6.7 is also an acronym for the character traits he describes in the opening virtual reality scene. Sadistic, intelligent, and dangerous. Oh, boy. Uh, amongst the names of killers known in Sid 6.7's personality profile are, I had to cut this down a lot. Oh. They gave you the full list. Uh, 
Uh, these are the notable names of the personalities that are built into Sid 6.7. David Koresh, serial killer. Uh, Eileen Wuornos, who Charlize Theron played in Monster, the female serial killer. Oh, okay. mm-hmm. Jesse James, the gunslinger. What? <laughs> Ted was... Bundy. Uh, Elizabeth Borden, the one who took an axe. Oh, and... <laughs> Christina Ricci. Yeah. Billy the Kid. Saran Saran, the guy who shot Robert Kennedy. Oh. Uh, David Berkowitz, who was uh, uh, son of Sam. Okay. Benito Mussolini, the Italian dictator. Oh, my. John Wayne Gacy, Saddam Hussein, huh. Jeffrey Dahmer, and Adolf Hitler. Wow. Mm. So he had all those n- fucking things in his – all those programs in his head. Interesting. Finally – Money makes the world go round. We want to put this film into perspective with other films that were released this year so we get to feel financially how well this film held up to its peers. The budget for this movie, $30 million. Wow. Give me your guess. All in graphics. For its total worldwide box office gross. $30 million. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'll go $20 million. This was, this, was a, this was a huge loss, I feel like. Okay. Yeah. Again, based on the non-recognition of it. I'm going 45 uh, there was no foreign box office that I could find. So we're going strictly off its U.S. gross, $24 million. Uh, yep. Cool. So it's a loss. Yeah, it sure is. <laughs> this film debuted in fourth place on the weekend of August 4th, 1995 with $8.3 million. One third of how much it made? Wow. Wait, how do you cast Russell Crowe after this movie? What? How do you cast him in anything after this? I don't know. If this, well, this, well, like, like, if this is early on in his career, this is what you know him as. Well, check Russell Crowe. He wouldn't even. Made he's it. been on other things besides this. But yeah, I mean, when was he back on the radar? Like during Gladiator, yeah, he, he did. L- no, he did LA Confidential '97. Oh, that was a good one. Yeah. Okay, so uh, this debuted in fourth place, number one that weekend. Waterworld. Yeah. Did you ever see oh, Waterworld? Yes, yeah, I man. Did. According to Box Office Mojo. This is the 15th highest-grossing film in the category Man versus Machine. Any guesses what number one could be um, in the category Man versus Machine? Matrix. Maestro, hmm. any guesses? Oh, Man versus Machine. Johnny Five. No, no. Uh, was it was the <laughs> Short movie? Circuit? Short Circuit, yeah. Uh, or or uh, iRobot. Or Terminator. Ooh! It is The Matrix Reloaded. Oh, okay. That's part two, right? All right. Yeah. You know yeah. what happened, right? Everybody was like, oh, I got to watch part two. And then... Wah, wah. Yeah. And then three kind of... Yeah. Exponential decline. Yes. Number two on this list is T2, All Terminator right. 2. Well done, Lester. So you were both in that range. All right. You said Matrix is the Terminator. Nice. Yep. Finally, Virtuosity was the 70th highest, highest grossing film of 1995. Number one was Toy Story. I had a feeling I was going to Another CGI. Yeah. Wait, same year Whoa. Toy Story came out. Oh, my look God. And, and look VR the VR looks like this. Wow. Well, they had Pixar money, dude. Yeah. But then again, that was like three scenes that they needed for the blood thing. Yeah. And a couple scenes where his face went weird for no reason. Yeah. Why did they, why did they have that? Why did Russell Crowe's face go weird? I don't know. Because <laughs> he's looking at that clown face? I don't know. Where can you get Virtuosity, Adam? Uh, you can get it on Amazon, if you must. Or get other things. <laughs> other Denzel movies. Get American Gangster, for Christ's sake. Yeah. Get that on Amazon. Go, uh, but before you go to Amazon, go to our website first. Click on the banner. It takes you to Amazon. You do your shopping as normal. doesn't cost you anything extra. But it helps support the show. All right. 
That's 1995's Virtuosity, directed by Brett Leonard. Check out our website, ratpackpodcast.com slash spoilers. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Spoilers Show. Check out and subscribe to the YouTube channel, Rat Pack Productions. Write to us via email at spoilers at ratpackpodcast.com for any questions, opinions, and movie requests. Please rate and review the show on iTunes so it can help us in the rankings. If you leave us a review on iTunes and leave us a recommendation for a movie you want us to watch, that movie go to the top of our list and we watch before any other requests. Next week, we were originally going to watch Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, because Guardians of the Galaxy 2, starring Kurt Russell, is coming out. Yeah. And uh, uh, we vetoed it because that's too good of a movie it really is. to hate on. We kept thinking, like, who can take a negative role here and how are we going to do that? And it was obviously me because I hate superhero movies. Yeah. But I legitimately love this movie. You, you can't complain about it. Yeah. It's like Star Wars for the new generation of kids. The, this the, is their Star Wars. The closest thing I have to complain about the movie is that you do not know... That the, uh, the the guy that Groot puts his fingers in through the nose for, he's uh-huh. CGI'd in the movie. Uh, you do not know, unless you look up in the credits later, that that's Nathan Fillion. Mm. That's the only complaint I have. My biggest complaint <laughs> with this movie is when the fuck is this Thanos thing? I'm tired of all this bullshit. Just let him get the fucking rocks already. Oh, speaking of Thanos, uh, the, the guy, I forgot his name already again, uh, from Men in Black 2. Josh oh, Brolin. Josh Brolin. The guy that plays the young version of Jay? No, yeah, K. Yeah, K. Okay, sorry, K. Right. No. He was It is J, sorry. He he was he was Thanos in something, was he not? Yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy. But then Thanos is replaced later on? No, Jay's Will Smith. Yeah. So K is Yeah. You were right the first time, I was wrong the first time. But then you were right the second time and I was wrong the second so time. So Thanos is all CGI though, right? He uh he was in he was all CGI in the Avengers when they the first time you ever see him in movies. Okay, so he wasn't Josh the, Brolin wasn't him at that point. They put Brolin in in Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay, because I tried to look it up because I, I, again I heard him on the Nerdist talking about stuff, yeah. and I was like, "Yeah, you're Thanos." And then I looked it up. It's like, but Thanos was somebody else in Avengers. There's an internet theory going around that Thanos is actually the Red Skull from the first Captain America movie, who Agent got, Smith, who got absorbed into the Nether World or whatever, and he has this as like a disguise. Oh, because he's a, remember he was obsessed with that arc, the 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 blue, the the thing from fucking Thor, the Thor yeah, world. Yeah, he wants to find all five because he he was obsessed with that technology for the first stone, so he wants to get the other four or five. Hmm. So there's rumors that he is actually Thanos in disguise. Interesting. I don't, I don't know how true that is. That would be disappointing. I feel like. Yeah. All I remember is no one ever brings this up. I remember when I saw the Avengers in theaters and that credit scene where they showed Thanos happened. Yeah. This guy, the head of the alien race, is like bowing to Thanos. And he's like, it appears they had heroes who could beat us, my lord. And then you see two human hands push push Thanos off the chair. And then it goes, uh, the only worship is death. And it turns Thanos and it's him smiling. Whose hands were that? Thanos doesn't have human hands. No one ever has brought that up again. Watch that scene again. When we're what? done recording, I want you to watch All that right. scene. I will do that. Why don't you tell us at home <laughs> whose fucking hands is that? Is that Could that be the red skull? That's Josh Brolin. Because his skull is red, <laughs> but not his hands. Hmm. So what are we watching next week? It was supposed to be Guardians. Oh, I, yeah. I went well, up. Now it is The Losers. The Losers. Zoe Saldana's in it, and she yes. is Gamora in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Plus it has Stringer Bell. It sure be, does. This is going to be the first movie Adam has seen since The Wire. That's true. So we're going to be hearing Stringer Bell references. Yes. Oh. Before he was um, 
Oh, I forgot his name already. From The Office. Yeah. Uh, I love the joke where he the first episode that he's in there, and uh, he, he uh, Michael goes, uh, do you come from paper? He goes, no, I'm from Sadikoy Steel. And Michael goes, that's so wonderful that the African-American community could help each other with jobs. And he goes, no, I'm from a steel company. <laughs> he thought Sadikoy Steel was a black guy's name. <laughs> Uh, such a good good character. Yeah, he's great at everything. I, I don't think I've seen it something that he's been in that I don't like. Yeah, mm. string a bell, man. So check out the Losers, which is also a comic book movie. If you want to go that way, it's based on a DC Vertigo comic. Oh, DC Vertigo. Oh. Vertigo is like an uh, it's like the Preacher World. I'll explain. It. I'll explain it when we record. It. Okay, very good. So check out the Losers. Until next time, this is Hollywood. I'm Maestro. I'm Adam. Copa Tunias. Yes.